This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Spear Rocket and my VAs make my life easier every day at the Icon Podcast. I've got like four VAs. They rock my world. I'm so grateful for them. And I'm grateful for Sphere Rocket for connecting us with Marcus today. We're super excited to get to know you, Marcus. I am your host, Gianna, today. And uh, let's get started. Hey, Gianna. I'm ready to sign up for Sphere Rocket right now. That was an awesome ad. Thank you. I'll tell you what, we have video editors. I think you'll be interested to learn more about those guys. But awesome. Well, we're here to talk about you. And um, let's take us back to the beginning, right? Let's go back to where Marcus is from, the roots, where you're at now, and how you found yourself in real estate. Yeah. So I am originally from Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, and to skip over a lot of stuff, uh, I basically cut my teeth in the restaurant industry. Oh, um, I was mm-hmm. in a builder, actually, in my 20s, traveled in a gospel group while I was doing that. So always had sort of a musical tinge. Um, and then um, actually went after the that part of learning that part of the industry went actually into the music business again Mm -hmm. and had a small stint um, kind of doing some cool stuff in the music industry, had a a band and traveled around and had a song on the radio and and did a lot of uh, gigs. Really? That's cool. Still gospel? What's that? Like a gospel genre or what genre? It was actually a pop band. Actually it was a, it was a boy band actually. Yeah, so full on like dancing and you know singing and and choreography and stuff. Oh yeah, um, I, I have a radio background, so that's why I. Uh, oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Cool. A singer and songwriter since I was you know eleven. Um, mm-hmm. Always been something I've been really passionate about is music. Only two things I've ever been passionate about are, are music and people. Um, so you know I've really enjoyed um, really being able to kind of have both. So after the music industry. Um, you know, we, we had a little stint kind of, kind of barely touched the face of it and, and then things kind of fell apart. So I came back home and started back in, uh, the, actually I was doing interior trim carpentry for custom homes at the time and got into, um, uh, basically the property management division of real estate, became a property manager for a company, got licensed in 07 and did property management for quite a long time. So learned a lot about investments. In fact, I came into the business as everything was kind of falling apart. Uh, so I got uh, my, let me just tell you, my son, who's six, and his best friend are in the game room downstairs uh, playing games. So they might be, uh, you might hear them in the background enjoying and living their best life. So just F- <laughs> So, yeah, (laughs) so, um, yeah, I I basically decided at that point that I I really wanted to kind of learn through watching the industry kind of fall apart. Right. I mean, 2008 was horrible. Everything was crashing. I saw some of the most incredible behind the scenes educational things that I probably couldn't have learned any other way. And I and I pulled myself up by my bootstraps 
because I didn't have a whole lot of help and support. I wish I had had EXP back then, you know, um, I just didn't have a lot of help and support. And so I kind of had to learn a lot of it on my own, but I'm a very sink or swim kind of guy. So I dove in head first and, and kind of learned how to live. I think my first six months working with uh, the property management division, I think I lost like 30 pounds because I couldn't eat or sleep. And I was managing, you know, 200 properties. Um, it was very, very tough. But around 2012 or 2013, I had uh, at that time worked for a property management company who were, were, was a little bit larger and had a lot of ambition and was gobbling up little property management divisions all over our area. And I happened to be in one of those. And so the owner I had a phone conversation with that went really well. Um, he ended up firing everybody else in the company and keeping me. And then I came over and became sort of their, uh, their lead property manager and really built uh, the, a part of the division. Uh, and now that company has gone on to be even more successful. Um, right around 2012, 2013, they actually had a, a division that was um, uh, more uh, general brokerage focused and they decided to unhook from that general brokerage side. And when they did that, um, I had a choice. I could either go find another company to, cause I had, I had a million and a half of listings. It wasn't a lot at that time, but it's enough to where I didn't want to let it go. So I had a choice. I could either go to some other brokerage. Um, I could give everything away and refer it out, or I could start my own firm. And that's what I ended up doing is uh, starting my own company. So I didn't have a whole lot of deals the first couple of years. I think I may have done three Okay. And then it was 12 and then it was 20. And, and then I brought on agents and we ended up doing quite a bit. We, we ended up growing pretty fast. I think by 2015 or 2016, we were the top 1% for boutique brokerages in our area. So um, quite an interesting ride. And then in, in late 2018, a good friend of mine, um, who, who ironically I worked with at this property management company, he was the guy in charge of the general brokerage division, um, introduced me to EXP. And, uh, and I brought my whole team over at that point. And then from, from there, it's just been, um, the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> yeah, stacking up some hardware. What is that? Three icon awards I see behind you. Yes. Yes. There's, I've got, uh, got some glass back there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that here in a minute. But you said you had a friend introduce you to EXP. Uh, what about EXP jumped out and grabbed you and said, okay, this is worth making a jump to me. So Rich Tomasini is, is his name. And, um, you know, I trusted him. I liked him. Uh, we talked about in 2013, maybe, or 2014, we talked about working together at some uh, capacity. And we didn't, we, we thought, you know, we really click. And uh, we had no idea what that might look like at the time. No one could have fathomed EXP or that opportunity presenting itself to us. But we just knew we clicked. And, and so he said, hey, remember that time we talked about working together? There's something I think you might want to take a look at. And so he came over, had lunch with myself, one of my good friends at the time who was kind of partnering with me in the industry and our wives. And, um, you know, for me, being a, a broker owner, having all the liability and having all the overhead and the limited growth potential and all the stuff in our EXP Explains we talk about, you know, that's a part of the slideshow. That was real for me. Like, you know, for a lot of people, it's just these are words that you use to describe the power and leverage that EXP can offer. But for me, that was everyday life. You know, I was the one getting all the yellow envelopes from the real estate commission. None of them ever stuck because my people did the right thing. And, you know, sometimes clients can be different. So um, luckily we were OK, but you never know. I mean, there's always it's a, it's a challenging industry and it's always changing. You really have to stay ahead of all the nuances and regulations. And so it's a tough, tough place to be. 
I mean, EXP seems to be uh, revolutionary, right? They're not reinventing the wheel. They're just making it more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the real estate's been the same for the last 50 years. And I believe EXP has taken the model and kind of turned it on its head. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's, it's, it's invigorated, um, you know, an archaic industry in many ways. And I, I don't say that to sound harsh. It's just kind of where it's where things were, you know, everything, everything changes mm -hmm. and technology takes over. And this was certainly no exception. So for me, I, I fell headfirst into that because I was on an island. I had no help, had no support. No, I couldn't reach out to another broker owner and say, hey, can you help me figure this out? Because I'm their biggest competition. You know, it wasn't going to happen. Um, obviously, now it's a completely different story with the partnership I have with the biggest producing agents and teams in the country that will give me everything that they have for free. But at the time, it wasn't like that. So all, all that, you know, were, were I to have been able to fast forward, you know, two or three years and see that it would have been an immediate jump. But it took me four months to come over. I, I did a lot of due diligence. I called people who left EXP. I called people who've been with them. Um, I did a lot of research. And now I wish I would have. Uh, I wish I would have jumped a lot sooner, as everybody seems to say. But um, it's that, I, seriously, they say it so much, Marcus. I should have that, and I in neon letters and see those icon title because right, right, right. every episode, I wish I had done it sooner. Unless I get like, I think I've maybe talked to three people that were OGs, like their first brokerage. Right. Some of them were even like the first agent on the exp team in their region like it's crazy but everybody yeah. wishes they would have done it sooner i mean think of the stock options and the revenue share and everything that you could have been building while you were uh distracted but that's okay because you're here now and uh still, still lots to build a lot of people are scared that they missed the boat but uh frankly oh we got so much runway it's oh, yeah. we got so much runway and the stuff that's coming down the pike people would just it would their minds would be blown you know it's funny you talk about the icon award I, I have a ghost i don't know if you can see this but i have a ghost icon award so there's technically there's four icon awards up there but one of them is has a crack in it and so they oh. sent me so they sent me a, a third uh, an, mm -hmm. another one to to replace it um so i actually have four technically i'm only three but but here's what's funny and the reason i have that up there is that there's a story behind this and this helps uh -huh. remind me that you need to take risks in yes. life so uh -huh. the first year that i came over I didn't, I actually uh, came on the 1st of January, 2018, but I didn't actually fully transfer my entire company and start really working through eXp for six months. And the reason is because I had tons and tons of deals. Don't mm -hmm. let Glenn hear me say this because, uh, you know, probably won't be good, but I had tons and tons of deals uh, that I wanted to keep all the money for. Right. And I had tons of agents that had tons of deals I wanted to keep all the money for. I, I'm at the time thinking, well, let me, you know, like a squirrel getting my you know, food for the winter. Let me try to get as much as I can because this transition is going to be tough. And the real irony is if I had iconed in 2018, I'd have three times as much money as I made by keeping all the money from the deals with my old firm. Isn't that crazy? Like It is. Uh, and not, no, I wouldn't have known that, but it, I have that ghost award up there to help me remember that. And thankfully, I mean, I would have never expected to have a cracked award and it was just a, a freak accident, but um, it's helped me really remember to take those risks. That's so interesting. What a good uh, little anecdote uh, to your story and, you know, remembering like, you know, how'd you icon that year? What would your stock options look like right now? Like all the things that could have been um, varying factors that's okay because you're here now and uh you've got plenty of hardware up there looks like you know you're headed the right direction 
it's and, not a sob. It's not a sob story. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> out, of, out of pure humility, um, you know, I'm. I got my kids' colleges paid for. I got their weddings paid for. You know, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'm super, super blessed uh, and thankful to have the three that I do have. But that that just again, it helps me go. Okay, you know, don't don't try. Don't always try to take what's in front of you because sometimes that long term play is so much more uh, beneficial financially and otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah, you're so right, Marcus. And that's, that's great. Um, you know, that's a great take on it. And like to think that you have their college and I mean, I never even thought about weddings paid for, but those seem to get more expensive by, by the hour. I got two girls. So. Oh yeah. You're, (laughs) you're doing it right. My dad, our whole life is like, okay, think about it this way. You know, and when we're six, we're like, dad, whatever, dude, like we want a wedding. He's like, think of it this way. I'll pay for your wedding or I can give you the money for a down payment on your house. And we're like, what do you, we want a princess wedding. What are you talking about? Right. And now that we're getting older, we're like, should we just elope? Not that I'm married or anything, but you know, in, right. in essence, right. like, as you get older, you know, you learn to appreciate it in different ways. And so that's a, yeah, that's great planning on the future there on your end, Marcus. So good for you. And um, so, you know, you're over at EXP now. You see all the great shiny things. What makes you say, I am never, ever leaving this place? Man, that's such a great question. How much time do we have? About uh, another 45 minutes. So, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a loaded question. I think my first answer is the way I've seen it change people's lives. Um, people that I love and care about. One of the reasons that I brought the company over is because I knew I was their ceiling. I, I knew they were my retirement plan. And I also knew that they deserved better. I, I, I knew that the traditional real estate brokerage model was broken. And, and it wasn't, you know, even though I wanted something different, there really wasn't anything else out there. There wasn't anything else offered. I was doing the best of what was available. Uh, and there just wasn't an opportunity. I looked at 401ks and insurance, and we were looking at partnering at the time, even with some larger brokerages, because we thought that might have given all of us more opportunity. I, I cared more about, I cared as much about um, their success as I did my own, right? And so I wanted us, we were, even now I call us a tribe, you know, we're, we're team doesn't really fit. A group doesn't really fit. I mean, Carolina's group is my tag name for my company, but we are a tribe um, and we're a tribe of mentors. You know, we, we build into each other. We care for each other. We, I feel like people need to be heard, cared for and supported. Those are kind of our three pillars. Um, and we do care about our people very deeply. So knowing that they have an opportunity to build something greater. I mean, we talk about this all the time. You can go anywhere and sell houses. You know, if you, if you have that skill set, if you have the ability to, to do income producing activities consistently on a daily basis, right? If you pick up the phone, the 300 pound phone, if you do those activities that will produce leads and you know how to convert and all that stuff, you're going to sell houses. You can do that anywhere, right? But to be able to do that, um, at a company that offers as much as EXP does, we, we, we split into a three lane highway when we describe it. Lane one is the fast lane. You know, that's the sales lane. Lane two is stock and lane three is the off ramp, uh, the rev share lane. And so just having those other two lanes, it, it makes so much sense to offer these agents of mine that I care about to say, listen, you can we can build this 
you know, one horse real estate company brokerage where I'm the, you know, I'm the guy at the top and basically all the money funnels to me. Um, or we could build something bigger where we can all contribute to each other, still make enough income to put food on the table and money in the bank and pay for colleges and weddings, um, but have ownership and have something that feels like bigger than the sum of its parts. You know, um, the rising tide lifts all boats. We hear that so often. I, I use that phrase. So true. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's uh, there's a lot of reasons, uh, the technology, the tools, the mentorship, the training, you know, but seeing people, um, seeing people's lives change and seeing the opportunity that they have um, really uh, expand uh, exponentially, you know, has really been a game changer for me. And it's really been inspiring. Absolutely. And that's that's a great uh, thing that keeps you over here at EXP because it's such a huge staple in their culture. Uh, like you said, a rising tide raises all boats. And that's just, you know, EXP is so proud of that. They don't want to keep their secrets to their chest. They want everybody to succeed. There's enough market for everyone. And uh, one of the things that I heard from one of the first icons I interviewed is that at EXP, you learn, you earn, and then you return. You give back to the the culture here, which I think is, you know, really a great saying for EXP sure. as an environment and as a culture and as a, as a learning space. And uh, Marcus, to move on to the next point, you know, how... Obviously, your dad, we hear the kiddos playing downstairs and uh, we're worrying about weddings and colleges and everything else. And then you have high production. You've icon three times and, you know, there's a lot going on. You've been making the switches. You've been working. And how do you just take care of Marcus? How do you make sure you're not on full blown burnout mode all the time? Man, that's such a great question. Um, so I, I'm big on like exercise. Um, you know, I, I work out in the morning early and just kind of get it out of the way. You know, it's always, it helps me to work out early, 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 um, because it, it gives me the inspiration and recharge I need for the day. It also helps me. I mean, I'm, I'm getting up there in, in years as well. <laughs> so, you know, I need all the help I can get. Um, and it's, for me, it's just a way to kind of balance my wife and I work out together. So that's a nice, thing that we share, um, gives mm -hmm. us some time. Um, it, for me, that kind of sets the day. I, I like to in early in the morning as much as possible. I'm, I need to get back to it. I haven't done it as much lately, but, uh, you know, I like to have a routine where I get up in the morning and I read and I journal and, you know, maybe meditate, stretch, you know, yeah. just do, do those things that really help me kind of be centered um, I love to do Bible studies. I love to kind of, you know, read a book that I'm really into at that moment and try to um, get to a certain, you know, I, I try to challenge myself to get to a certain place in it, but also not just read it fast to say, oh, I read, you know, 40 pages um, to really try to soak it in, you know, especially with the word. I just, I'm really, I think, trying to fill myself with those things that will help water uh, the soil, so to speak, you know, so that I can grow internally. I, I, I don't, I don't just want to be someone that looks shiny and, and successful on the outside. I don't want to be someone that like all my highlights on Facebook make me look like I'm whatever. And then I come home and I'm rude and angry and I'm not showing my kids love and I'm not showing my wife love. And um, the, it's hard for me because I, I tend to get very focused and I get horse blinders. Mm -hmm. So I really have to stay within those, um, guardrails, so to speak, and have that um, strategy uh, that really helps me, um, you know, the structure that really helps me stay uh, in that place. Absolutely. No, that's great advice. You know, set those boundaries, make sure you have that time for yourself so that you are recharged 
And not only are you your best self facing your clients, but to your kiddos, your spouses, your mentees, your coaches, whatever that is that you, you know, need to pour into personally, you need to be recharged for that. And uh, Marcus, you know, before we started recording, I'm really good at getting people to tell me really cool, valuable information before I hit record. Um, you were telling me about some books that you had written, and I would like to talk about that because uh, not everybody has just a book that they've been able to put out, but let alone, I think you had three that you had shown me. Yes, I love this. I'm so excited. So I will preface it to say that it is the, the books are partially licensed content. So, um, but I am very, very, very proud of my contribution to all of them. And I did contribute quite a bit to each of them. So um, but I'm super excited about these. And so the first one I have is Selling Secrets to Net You More Money. Uh, and so this is basically my seller, um, you know, draw, right? This is my lead yeah. capture for the, for the seller, but there's great useful information. Um, if anybody wants to take a look at this online, it's my selling secrets.com. My selling secrets.com. Take a look at it. Um, I could put it in the chat. I don't know if that's. Let me see. I was going to try to do one too. Okay, so one is mysellingsecrets.com. What else do you have? Seller, sorry, my seller secrets. My sellers, plural? Mysellersecrets.com. Let me see if I can put it up here. And save, and let's show it. That one? That is it. Yes. Cool. Boom. That's the one. So a little plug here for one of them. Yeah, and I'm going to, let's see. Make sure I've got the right one here. Sure. Yep, that's good. That's good on that one. Okay. We got that one. So that's right. Here's another one. How to become a top producing influential agent. Awesome. And what do they want to know about that one? That one's cool. It's got a little Superman, but not quite Superman, but like, you know, heroic. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's supposed it. to be kind of fancy eye catching, right? Yeah. And that one, let me double check this one too. I think it's the top agent guide so let me just make sure that's right yeah the the top agent guide.com am i looking right so far yes awesome all right and then this one is the very last one the Home Buyer's Bible. And I think that one is actually the Home Buyer's Bible, I believe. That would make sense. I should have probably had all these ready before we got hey, online. That's okay. You didn't know I was going to put you on the spot. Uh, I may have to give you that one in a, in a minute. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you that one a little bit later. But I sure. do have, um, I do have links for all of them. Perfect. Yeah. All right. I won't get too distracted here on our. Cool. Live. But for those watching right now, uh, I know that <laughs> words and consonants can be hard, especially on a podcast. So check these out. These are the up-to-date URLs as far as our knowledge goes. We may have to update the Home Buyer's Bible one, but um, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. At least Thanks, guys. Sorry, I should have been, been more prepared. I know the first two are right. My, that's okay. Myself. You're only. Oh, I'm going to fire you after the episode, though. So uh, that's great. awesome. I'm so glad. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's awesome, Marcus. And kind of what inspired you to get involved with um, 
you know, contributing to those because, you know, as it is, you're busy enough. Now you're throwing yourself into to writing books and getting published. And, uh, you know, even if they're licensed with other contributors, like, you know, what, what inspires you to throw yourself into that and add that onto your plate of everything else? I think that it's important to take what you've learned and write it down. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. I, I feel like if you don't um, memorialize it somehow, not only are you not really, is it not, does it not really serve its purpose, but it's really about paying it forward. You know, you have to make sure that the things you experience don't die with the experience. Um, and there's a lot of people that they need to know some of the stuff that are in these books and, you know, and it's a lot of, it's just basic information. You read it and you go, Oh yeah, that makes sense. But how many times have you heard something or read something and thought, gosh, you know, that makes so much sense. And you listen to the description and it just sounds so simple, but it mm-hmm. knocks your socks off. You know, you go to a training class or you go to an event and you might just forget 95% of what you heard, or it may just fall on deaf ears or maybe stuff you've heard before or whatever. But that one nugget that really hits you where you live, it changes the trajectory of your business or your life or your health or your relationships or whatever it is. Sometimes it's just that one thing. And I think so many times we're looking for this big epiphany. We want the sky to open up. We think that everything's going to change overnight. And, you know, change is a course of small decisions made consistently over time. And, you know, reading or contributing to what you've learned in a, in a book form, I think. And I, I, reading is great. I, I have audibles as well. I listen to audibles as well. I just think, you know, mm-hmm. filling yourself with information, um, being able to, to, to get in order to give back in whatever form is the key. So that's a part of why I did it. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, Marcus, you know, to, to veer back into the icon of the icon podcast, uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your market, what the icon ward looks like to you. We don't have to talk exact numbers because that'll make everybody dizzy, but you know, obviously the production that you do in your market is going to be a little different than the ones that, you know, they have to sell like three houses in LA for $5 trillion and they've already capped, right. Or uh, they've got to sell 50 houses, little shacks in Alaska, whatever it is. We want to learn more about your market. So the production you had to do to icon, the benefits that you took away from the icon award. And I think that you touched a little bit on the fact that you like to be a mentor, but you know, how did you commit to giving back to the EXP culture as an icon? So uh, classes in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also um, done EXP vetting. That's okay. another big part of it is vetting EXP. So they have you call um EXP, potential EXP icons and vet them, ask them a series of questions and then write down the answers and submit those answers uh, Mm -hmm. to confirm sort of their part of the process. Um, So those are the main two ways I've done it so far. Sure. Okay, cool. And so let's talk a little bit about the production then in your market and like the benefits that you've enjoyed most of the Icon Award. Yeah. So really in, in our market, um, it's, you know, it's roughly, iconing is roughly about 10 million. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, uh, you know, my average is probably three to 500 ish. Um, you know, I just closed a million dollar deal and 
Um, I also just closed a $250,000 deal. So I'm kind of all over the map. Uh, so, but that usually, um, you know, it's roughly about 10 million in sales and, um, that can usually be accomplished for me mid year, maybe third quarter. That's typically where I end up iconing is about third quarter. Sure. Okay, cool. All right. That's, that's good insight for uh, the market that you're in, which is awesome. And so, you know, with the icon award, you get to go to like EXPCon shareholders, you get stock yeah. benefits, you know, what is a highlight to you about it? What do you really like to um, apply to you? your life as an iconer? I mean, for me, it's really just about the collaboration. I love to rub shoulders with people who are smarter than me, you know, and um, have learned and dug in the dirt and, you know, sweated and bled and, and cried and learned how to build their business. Um, you know, I, I do believe success leaves clues and, and I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I, I, you know, I say this all the time in our, our training classes, you know, I, I, you know, if someone has navigated the minefield, they know where to step, right? And so I'm going to follow that person. I'm going to step in their footsteps. I don't want my leg blown off. You know, I want to make sure that I'm following in their footsteps. So it just makes sense to do what they've already done. And, and certainly there's going to be tweaks and you have different personality, different approaches and all that has to be a part mm -hmm. of the overall approach. But I love spending time with people who are ambitious and serve clients at a high level and do it with integrity uh, and do it with passion. I feel like, you know, uh, the, I, I'm a big fan of those threes. You said one earlier, you know, about learning, earning and returning. Um, yeah. Mine is people, passion and platform. You know, I feel like with, when you have those three things, when you're around the right people, you have the passion for what you're doing and you have the right platform, the sky's the limit. And the more that you can, you know, let yourself be a part of that process, the, the mm -hmm. hive mind, so to speak, you know, uh, that grows and develops and learns and has trial and error and, you know, uses the wisdom of other people's experience in order to grow and develop and, and be more valuable for your clients and valuable for yourself uh, at home as well as a human being. I think you can't beat that. Absolutely. And Marcus, you know, you've iconed several times in that first year, you know, you said that you had uh, your focus on other things, you know, trying to get enough food for hibernation or whatever that is. So for the newbies watching, you know, what are some mistakes maybe they can avoid in approaching the icon award for their first year at EXP? Maybe it's their first year in reality. Is that even possible? You know, is that something they should strive for? What's some advice for those, those newbies watching right now? Yeah. See, this is a question I love. I love this question because, you know, it's just so not a one size fits all answer. Um, and, and the funny thing about that question is most people, I think, will say, do something even if it's wrong. You know, I think I think conventional wisdom says, uh, you know, pick something and stick to it. I remember in the early days, I was like this in the music business, too. Um, in the early days, I would I would see someone who was very successful. And I had this inaccurate view that they were super special. You know, they had golden wisdom that fell from the gods 
And every word that came off of their tongue was this morsel of goodness. And it was brilliance. And, you know, they were dripping with, you know, creativity and giftedness. And, you know, and not that, not that that's not true in some cases, right? Not that that's not true. But I just, you know, I just had an inaccurate view of these individuals. And when I, when I would go to meet them in person sometimes, I would recognize that they're just like me and you. They're just, they're just people. They put their pants on one leg at a time, as people like to say. And what I learned was that they had a system that they worked consistently. So most people, and they certainly have some sales ability and maybe some charisma and, and all that, but and potentially great VAs and everything else that help you leverage you know, your time. But I, I learned that it's important, most important, that you pick something and stick to it. So a lot of people say, do something even if it's wrong. And what that means is, you know, whether I don't care if it's, you know, door knockers, like do something, uh, pick something, stick to it, be consistent, give it 90 days. Everything you do in your career right now is a direct result of what you did or did not do 90 days ago, because everything generally shows up in quarters, right, in this industry. That's what I've learned, give or take. I mean, there's some differences depending on market you know, conditions, et cetera. But um, so whatever's happening or not happening in your career right now is a direct result of what you did or didn't do 90 days ago. So whatever it is that you're going to do, stick to it. So what I, what I mean by do something, even if it's wrong is, you know, you, you, you do something in that inertia, that momentum will at least move you forward. And even if you stumble and fall, you're going to get back up and you're going to find the right path. So in that same vein, I do think sometimes you do have to pivot but you're pivoting in your momentum. You're not pivoting in your um, complacency, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, shoot for the stars, but if you can't make it, like, learn from it, right? If yeah. you don't hit the moon, learn from it and take it into the next year and learn that there is reward and risk. And, you know, there's just so much to take away. Lean into your mentors and lean into the people around you here at EXP because, as Marcus touched on earlier, you know, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. So learn, put yourself in those rooms and pick up these tools. And you really have to be a self-starter with EXP. But once you get all of that down and all of those tools in your belt, you're set up for a lot of success. 100%. If you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> yep. Preach it, Marcus. And uh, that brings me to my last question, actually. You know, um, I'm sure at one point you were on the fence as well, looking over at the greener grass at EXP. Uh, you know, and then there's these negative things that float around like, hey, ESP is a cult. It's a pyramid scheme. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. So to somebody watching right now, it's on the same fence. They see the greener grass. They're scared to make the jump. What would you have to say to those people? I'm going to I'm going to say something probably pretty controversial. Mm -hmm. OK, <laughs> and that <All> right. is, <laughs> if you think EXP is a cult then and this is Kool-Aid, I would say don't come. Mm -hmm. This is not for you. Don't, don't come because you're already looking for excuses. God bless you. You know, you're going to be very successful wherever you're, wherever you need to be. Um, mm -hmm. and, I, and I don't mean that. I know that sounds kind of, you know, aggressive, but um, we, we can all be colleagues in different uh, and support each other in different industry, uh, in different uh, firms. You know, I have a lot of love and a lot of respect for a lot of people. Um, in a lot of different companies. And, and that's where they feel like they belong. And they, you know, they, they have already sort of prejudged what EXP is. And it's kind of not my job to sort of convince them otherwise. You know, we're looking for people who are looking for us, right? I mean, so if you have an open mind, you know, 
I heard a buddy of mine say this a long time ago. I've never forgotten this. Um, Closed mindedness can be the most expensive vice you own. Smart and successful people, they look at opportunities. Um, They didn't get to where they are right now by ignoring opportunities, by keeping their head in the sand. So I guarantee you, the people that are telling you that it is a cult or that it is a, 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 what'd you say, pyramid scheme, um, they haven't haven't really looked at it. They haven't really studied it to really see. They haven't done a deep dive and done their due diligence. That's it. And 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 that's all I have to say. I, you know, God bless them. And I wish those people the best of luck. And they'll, they'll, they'll potentially be very successful at another firm. This just may not be the right one for them. Because I feel like if you kind of come in with that attitude, again, you're, Maybe we're not the right fit to begin with. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. You know, the people that belong here will find their way. And we're here. Honestly, I don't look at myself as a recruiter. I look at myself as a consultant. You know, Mm -hmm. I talk to people. I get to know them. What are their, you know, challenges? What are their fears? What are their goals? Where do they want to be in five years? And if I can help them see how EXP can get them there, it's a no brainer, you know? Absolutely. You're so right, Marcus. And you know, if you don't think you're the right fit for EXP, frankly, you probably aren't. And that's okay too. Okay. It's not, it doesn't have to be like, you know, combative or whatever. It just can be honest. We can, we can, we're all adults. It can be just what it is, you know? Exactly. You're so right. And um, Marcus, you know, we're coming up on 40 minutes. I think it's been an awesome episode today. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Lots of quality content here. Is there anything you would like to leave the listeners with as we wrap up today? Yes, I do have one more thing. Let's um, do it. I, because I have a music background, I've made some really fun music parody videos mm-hmm. uh, for real estate. So I parodied Old Town Road. Um, I parodied Holy by Justin Bieber. Um, I just parodied because my daughter loves um, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, who I doesn't just, love Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah, I just parodied a song called Traitor about today's buyer's market that is hilarious. And I literally, so the first two videos I just mentioned to you, like all production value, they look like MTV videos. They're super slick. The one with uh, Trader, the Livia Rodrigo, I did it literally right here. I mean, this is the background right here. And my daughter is standing right here and she actually sings a part of it. It's super cute. It is on my website, marcusdilly.com. So M-A-R-C-U-S. D-I-L-L-E-Y dot com. It's a YouTube channel, um, but that's just an easy way to get there. That one? Yes. So that is my YouTube channel. Um, super, super easy way to get there. You type that in, it'll, it'll take you right there. Check it out. Um, subscribe. I think that people will like them. They're super fun. Um, and I'm also pulling up the uh, the Bible one before we leave so I can know that that's the right one. <laughs> and it is, can't see, thehomebuyersbible.com. So that's what we have. Perfect. We were right. Boom. All right. <laughs> that's awesome. Marcus, it's been an awesome episode with you today. I look forward to catching up with you at ExpCon and shareholders. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to go check out some YouTube videos before my next podcast. Listen, thank you for asking me. Okay. Have a great day. Of course. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.
This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.